All right, we're coming to you a little late this morning, but we're talking about a lot of things. Paul's in dealerships today. I was in dealerships yesterday. We're talking about Apple pulling back on autonomous side hustles and, you know, some culture stuff. Mm. Yeah, totally. I, you know, Kyle, you know what I wrote into work today? <laughs> An airplane, bro. No, I was, I was going to say the struggle bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my hat's backwards already. Tell, prince, tell prince. the people about your woes, Paul. Tell them about well, they, your they woes. Can, they can hear it because I got this beautiful mic that isn't plugged in. I have a beautiful camera, but I'm using my face. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the Princeton Marriott right now. I'm going to speak to uh, Sioka dealerships, uh, 16 of their fixed ops departments tonight. Uh, at their awards there. So I'm pumped just to be on the ground, be with some dealers. But yeah, struggle bus hats backwards already. It's just, we're doing the thing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was actually, I was on a call with uh, another partner earlier this week and they were like, you're a media company. You can figure it out. Right. And it's like, yo, we're a scrappy media company and probably we'll figure it out, but it might take some tweaking along the way. <laughs> hey, Absolutely. we got a couple things to talk about. We, uh, you know, if you haven't heard, we're doing this thing called the year end extravaganza. And it's going to be full on tonight show style. Like we got a band. We got Michael Cirillo coming in. We got people flying in just for it. The whole crew is going to be there. And uh, it's going to like Paul, when, when our show producer was like, yeah, at, at, you know, one o'clock, one thirty and 33 seconds, we'll flip to the the commercial. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is a whole new thing. So yeah. Gonna I'm have excited. a lot of fun there. Our producer was out of out of. We called him yesterday, and we're like, "Oh, he's out of out of out of uh, comms today because he was producing the People's Choice Awards." You know, <laughs> no big deal, no big deal. The really uh, cool thing that we're gonna be doing there is uh, we we got a little call from uh, a little company called True Car, and True Car is doing a really cool giveaway for the end of the year. It's called the "I Need a True Car" campaign, uh, and so. Uh, if you want to, you can go to the link in our show notes. Actually, what we're saying is like, hey, you should tell your customers about this because they're giving away 10 $5,000 down payments or, oh, yeah. hey, look, if it pays for a car, which that'd be surprising these days. Um, <laughs> we're, we're get, they're giving that away for a little Instagram TikTok cha- uh, competition. So uh, the link's in the show notes for that. We'll share some more stuff, but we're going to be announcing the 10 winners at the year in extravaganza live stream. Wait. So we're excited, excited to to help out with that. And and hey, look, we love when industry partners or dealers are giving back around the holiday times. We've been sharing a bunch of stories in our daily email about that. So um, also, hey, look, if you're giving back, shoot us an email. Let us know. Crew at Asodu.com. We oh, want to know about one. what's going on. So Great one. Great one. You can also search the hashtag. I need a true car. And there's some fun ones to start watching. Yep. They got some. They got some influencers. The dude on the on the longboard with the cranberry juice, Dogface 208, <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. And they got this catchy little song that they made that it was like literally stuck in my brain for like I need a true car, true car. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, we got some news to talk about today though, because the world is spinning regardless of what we're doing. It's rocking and rolling. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, this is a fun one. This is a fun one. Not so fast on that fully autonomous Apple car, according to sources at Bloomberg. The company is pushing the planned release of their first vehicle from 2025 back to 2026 and scaling back the aspirations, saying this is going to be a full level five autonomous vehicle with no steering wheel and no pedals. Ain't nobody getting in a car like that. So, <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> so it's, it's still going to only uh, operate autonomously on the highways with the steering wheel and the pedals. 
But uh, you know, the kind of goal is saying we want people to be able to concentrate on other things other than driving while they're in the car. It's kind of cool. I, you know, I think it's still it's it's a good aspiration, and I think someone's going to get it sooner than maybe we even recognize is going to happen. But it's still, you know, hey, look. Being a manufacturer is not an easy thing. Like uh, Apple Card keeps pushing this back, right? There's been even with you know looking at companies like Rivian or or Vinfast, like it's not just an out and out play to be like, oh, now we make cars and now we sell them, right? It, it like mm-hmm. it takes a lot to get there. That's why these legacy manufacturers that are making shifts in the EV or autonomous space are are just continuing to kind of like topple topple bricks and and get there a little bit faster um now the processor that they're putting in these vehicles crazy. is they're naming it denali no yeah obviously not right not the, the truck peak in north america the highest peak in north america it's four times more powerful than apple's current highest end chip <laughs> think about like I think about that and like every time they come to, you know, the worldwide developer conference or they do their keynote and they're like, we just created the fastest chip ever. And they're like, it's eight times faster than the fastest thing you've ever seen in your whole life. And they're like, no, 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 no. In order to operate all these LIDAR and radar and cameras all around the vehicle to do the autonomous driving, we're going to forex that. And if I had to guess, by the time they get to 2026, it's probably going to be 4X or 8X that. They're just like operating on that right now. You know, I wonder, you know how people say when you like, there's already the next like three or four generations of technology developed and they just release them a little bit at a time. That way it gives consumers an excuse to buy the new one, right? Like if I can skip three generations, why would I want all the ones in between unless, so I'm thinking like they just know that if this car isn't coming out till 2026 they just gotta like throw the house at it you know what i mean oh have to yeah have to so they got them they got them they got them putting them in put them in the car though which the, is gonna be the interesting dope. piece and i think that the, this is something that a lot of subscription models are going to look at is apple is also planning on offering insurance for Damn, owners a couple of bucks floating around the insurance world I think. just a couple of bucks actually we're seeing a lot of dealers and and even banks kind of dip their toe in that insurance game and understand that there's a profit center there and you know so p- gotta gotta uh, pick up a couple bucks on the side of of your main engagement and uh hey paul but speaking of picking wait, up wait. some extra bucks on the oh, side oh, 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 More Americans right now are taking on side hustles to deal with the rising costs of literally everything. If you haven't heard, inflation is a thing uh, and interest rates are raising and the ability to buy is getting a lot less. Um, Even though in November, the economy added 263,000 jobs taking over and topping economist prediction of 200,000 jobs, according to to the Dow Jones, due to inflation, uh, which is causing rising household debt, lower savings, um, 60% plus of Americans are either already or considering picking up a side job to kind of buffer income. Wild stat. I wonder how many people have already doing this. Obviously, you know, I noted in the article too that most of the jobs are like ride hailing, food delivery, yep. um, you know, renting out your house on a Airbnb. They count that. Um, you see so many people. It's just so much easier to do it. Yeah. And so it's like actually easier to be recorded. But I mean, it makes complete sense. People, especially the main demographic, right between 18 and 40, I think, 
Yep. Like side hustle has become a part of just common vernacular. Yeah. Right. Where it's just like a really accepted thing. People used to say, I have two jobs. I have three jobs right now. They're like, I have a side hustle. Yep. So I, th- I think it's been around for a long time, but like the popularity of it and the ease of like literally on your phone, just flip on my side job, flip Absolutely. it on, flip it off. Well, anecdotally, like just, it, just, it, we do some like grocery delivery stuff. Like that's how we like to get grocery these days. And mm-hmm. like just the people that are now showing up in our driveway, dropping off the, the, the delivery groceries like the other people other parents from this other soccer team like oh yes exactly like the demographic has totally changed in in like the people that are doing the shopping people that are dropping off these these groceries and so like i'm sure that that demographic is shifting across even like you know i'll uber home from the the airport right and like it's school teachers and it's people that have primary jobs doing, you know, night pickup or weekend pickup and stuff like that. So I, it's anecdotally, I'm seeing that happening a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's not something that you need experience for. It's not something that you need a resume for. You don't have to go do applications and job search and be on indeed and all that type of stuff. It's just like, like you said, flip on my phone. Now I've got a side hustle. So I bought, I bought an Apple watch. I ended up taking it back, but besides the point, about four months ago, I bought an Apple watch and I was like, Oh, I can have this delivered today from the Apple store. And literally a whole family brought it by really just like, they were just like a family, you know, like in the minivan on their way somewhere. And they just pulled up and like the dad's driving and the kids are in the back playing their like iPads. And, and mom just like rolls down her window, hands me the bag and they're off to, you That's know, like. Unbelievable. I have, some- I've, we've seen, I've seen a couple of families coming by. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Hey, this is what we got to do to make ends meet. Especially if you're at the mall, right? Like maybe they were at the mall already. Right. Like, hey, we can make 20 bucks we right make- now by going the way we were going anyway, on the way to the soccer game. Speaking of soccer games, Segway. I figured something like that was coming when we were already talking about soccer moms. I know. Hey, look, this story is near and dear to my heart, but I promise it has a connection to what we're do- all doing in business every single day. Yesterday, a soccer team that was not even supposed to make it out of the knockout rounds of the World Cup has moved on to the quarterfinals. So past the round of 16 into the quarterfinals. Thanks to an inspiring coach that media in Morocco, which this is the Moroccan soccer team, has dubbed Mr. Avocado Head. <laughs> so check this out. Uh, if you're looking at the video on, right now. You see the picture? Hold on. Yeah. Put, put me on. Ah, there he is. <laughs> I think we got a new name for Paul, Mr. Avocado Head of the U.S. So a few months back when they announced this coach, uh, he was not, you know, he's not like a high end or, or, or big coach that's been at big clubs, but he's just kind of that steady, steady person. Uh, kind of like not, not your Ted Lasso guy, but kind of a general encourager, understands the soccer landscape. Um, but uh, they, the media dubbed him Mr. Avocado Head because they were just like, there's no way this guy's going to do anything with this team heading into the World Cup. But he's really placed an emphasis in the team on team culture and its relationship with the country. Um, so they are the first Arab nation to make the quarterfinals. Uh, and people that are close to the team have essentially said like they've seen how he has really taken a team that actually out of the 26 players, only 12 of them were born 
in Morocco. The rest were born overseas and have um, have citizenship in Morocco. He's taken that team and said, like, no, you're playing on behalf of the country. You know, yeah. like that's like that's the mo- the mode and the mood around the culture of this soccer team right now. Um, the you know back to the head piece, like they'll you know one of the fun things that they do in in the practices is they'll come around and slap his bald head. Um, and <laughs> but even to the point of you know when when you're when you're talking like World Cup or Olympics, most most teams don't travel with their families. He invited all of the families of all of the players to stay with them in Qatar. Let's throughout yeah so it's just this like extension of culture into the soccer team that's really created this bond among among the soccer team is kind of the storyline here and they were able to beat one of the best teams in the world spain hold them to to not scoring and then beat them on penalty kicks so um just a really cool thing that can happen when maybe you don't have the 100 percent star players you're not the big team you're not the you're you know you're kind of the new kids on the block you're not expected to do anything and come from behind and win based on a story and culture was just like had to throw this one in here today that's amazing it's amazing you know i mean to see like the impact of a family oriented team at the world cup right it's not easy to take a family to Qatar during the world not a chance it's certainly not easy to take a whole team's worth of families to Qatar for the world cup but i how can you not root for this team I don't know much about soccer, but I'm I'm rooting for the team. They like the they're they're the team now, right? They're they're the yeah. like if, if your team is lost, you're like, let's go Morocco, right? <laughs> That's right. All day. All That's day. perfect. That's, That's perfect. Well, hey, look. That's all we've got time for today. We apologize for being a little late on your schedule if you were listening and you're a regular listener. With that said, hey, bring your family to work. Bring your family along. Get the culture together. We know that it can help successful teams win. 